Kia ora, welcome back to Loot May Lesson. I am your host, Sav, and as of today, I am the only host of Loot May Lesson. So, yeah, this is going to be an adjustment. Recording solo episodes is definitely very different to having someone to bounce ideas off and have conversations flowing with, but that is okay. I hope you bear with me through this adjustment period. And... You guys won't have to miss Jess for too long because she is actually going to be on next week's episode where we're doing a sort of wrap up of her time with Let My Lesson and we'll be talking about a few of our favorite moments, etc. And just basically saying goodbye to Jess as she goes off to do her own things. She's not going very far as you, most of you probably know, she has her own podcast while that was, so you can check that out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and yeah. Anyway, so next week's episode is going to include Jess, but after that it'll be back to more episodes like today's where it's just me. And yeah, I hope you guys are okay with that. Maybe at some point I'll look at getting guests on, but for now I'm just kind of getting into the groove of hosting a podcast on my own because it's all very new to me. But yeah, anyway, I'll leave it at that and get into the episode. So I hope you guys enjoy. I'm just going to dive straight into it. So my first solo episode is going to be on people pleasing and I feel like it's appropriate because I am a absolutely terrible people pleaser. I am the worst and I'm working on it, but it's definitely a topic that I find very interesting to talk about and think about and everything. So let's get into it. So, I mean, what a people pleaser is, is pretty self-explanatory from the name, but I also understand that there's people that aren't like this. So I am actually going to describe what a people pleaser is like, but basically people pleaser can look like a lot of different things. There's definitely no one type, I guess. People pleaser tends to be quite agreeable, conflict averse, you know, like avoids conflict at all costs can't say no or doesn't know how to say no and if you think about a people pleaser they are less concerned with what they need and more concerned with what other people need or what they think other people need you know like for some people saying yes is a habit so I'm getting much better at saying no but for a very long time I actually and it's not that I didn't think that was an option and the people that I interact with It's not like they put any pressure on me, but I did not know how to say no. So if anyone asked to do anything or suggested anything, I always went along with it. And I always just thought that I was doing what was best. Like, I don't mind. So it's fine. Like we're doing what everyone else wants to do, but I'm not particularly fussed. So it's okay. You know, like I always thought that I was just chill, I guess, which I hate to use that word, but I don't know. I just thought like I was indifferent about everything. So it's fine. Like I didn't really think it was a problem, but I think the side of people pleasing that I wanted to kind of get into a bit later on is that people pleasers can often end up being quite passive aggressive and prone to resentment because they feel like they're doing so much for everyone around them and it builds up and it gets to a point where they just think, why am I doing this for everyone else? And, you know, like I I give so much to everyone else and sometimes you can feel like you're not really getting that back and like they can often take blame for things and take on blame that's not even theirs. No one's putting it on them, but they take it on anyway. And those are like really negative. I mean, it, it can all be negative in a way, but those are the most negative things that I associate with people-pleasing. 
I mean, there's a lot of theories, I guess, on what makes a people pleaser. Why do these people end up the way they are? And I think the most common thing is trauma of some sort, particularly growing up with narcissistic parents or not even necessarily narcissistic, but toxic in some way. Or if you had a toxic relationship in your formative years that left you feeling like everything was your fault, you can then start overcompensating later in life, becoming a people pleaser, saying yes to everything and everyone around you. And that's definitely a very valid way somebody could end up being a people pleaser is experiencing that kind of trauma in their life. But I don't think you necessarily have to have that. I think people with anxiety are really prone to people pleasing because they worry about people liking them and what people think about them and that sort of thing. Like I think a lot of people with anxiety experience that, particularly social anxiety. Obviously, when I talk about anxiety, I use the word very generally, but For me, my experiences with, for the most part, social anxiety. And so as a general rule, that is what I'm referring to is that's what I've experienced just as like a disclaimer. Anxiety is a very complex disorder and is, you know, one of those things that people can experience in many different ways, shapes and forms. So yeah, I definitely don't want to generalize it too much if I can avoid it. But yeah, anyone with a fear of rejection is prone to being a people pleaser But again, fear of rejection can stem from a whole bunch of different things. And people with low self-esteem tend to seek external validation. So anyone with low self-esteem is prone to being a people pleaser because they want validation from others. And so they try and go above and beyond for other people to get that sort of validation from them. But yeah, there's definitely a multitude of different rhymes and reasons for people ending up with that sort of personality trait which is called sociotropy by the way sociotropy is a personality trait which is sort of to do with wanting to please others to earn their approval as a way to maintain relationships so like I said anxiety but also depression you know like connecting with others can be really hard regardless but if you struggle with depression in my experience, it can make that connection with others even harder. And people pleasing is a really easy way to do it because if you feel like you're useful in somebody else's life, it's just an easy way to make a connection. You know, if you serve a purpose to someone, which is so like backwards and definitely not ideal. But anyway, that's what we're going to dive into soon. Um, If you don't think you're Okay, if you're not sure if you're a people pleaser or just a nice person, I think it comes down to whether it impacts you negatively. So are you always giving so much to other people that you no longer have any energy to give to yourself? Are you saying yes to things that you don't actually want to do and makes you uncomfortable or anything like that? And I also want to go into this concept of there's, there's sort of over overdoing behaviors and underdoing behaviors that are involved with people pleasing overdoing anything is sort of anything that you find yourself giving too much so whether you're over explaining over apologizing excessive caretaking of other people reviewing your mistakes I guess like going into why you did that why it was bad you know like overthinking those things making sure all the time that people like you whether that's like straight up asking them which most of us probably won't do but like not testing people but there's definitely ways where I am consciously 
aware of other people's behaviors and how they're acting and then I'm like okay no I think they're still okay like we're okay so it's fine you know that sort of thing saying yes to everything that's obviously an overdoing behavior and giving more than you have energy for yeah all of those things are overdoing behaviors associated with people pleasing but there's also underdoing so not expressing your needs and acting small so setting boundaries that is one thing that not one thing this is one of the many things that people pleasers really struggle with because if they think a boundary is going to negatively impact on someone else they're not going to set it and for some reason we tend to think that our boundaries are going to negatively impact someone else so that's an underdoing behavior where there's a few more like not asking for help avoiding doing what's best for you if it means disrupting others not sharing or speaking up and not being direct so I hate to use this phrase but you're making yourself smaller to benefit other people you're making yourself less to benefit other people you're giving yourself less time all of those things so there's kind of two those are like very generalized there's a lot of different ways you can categorize people pleasing behaviors but I feel like that's the easiest in my mind to separate them those actions that you do overdo say yes to everything and agree to everything and blah 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 and do so much for other people and then the underdoing of not setting boundaries not saying no not giving yourself time and all of those things and you can do both people there's people pleasers that are tend to do more of the underdoing behaviors and people pleasers that tend to do more of the overdoing behaviors but I mean for me I think I tick almost every box on there a lot of the time and the interesting thing is I really don't okay people pleasing tends to come down to this want or like desire or need for people to like you and I have that for sure I definitely want everyone to like me all the time but the one thing I am grateful for is that as soon as somebody doesn't, I'm very good at being like, I don't care. And I really mean that, like that's not like a front or anything. And I'm so grateful for that because I've seen plenty of people, a lot of like close friends and things that struggle with people pleasing or wanting to be liked by people actually can't handle any sort of rejection or any sort of conflict with people in terms of like someone not liking them. And That is just the only part of people pleasing for some reason that I've got down is as soon as somebody has an issue with me, if it's something that I can see where it came from, obviously I want to sort it out. Like I don't, I don't want to have beef with anyone, but I also accept the fact that not everyone is going to like me. And I know that that is a really difficult concept for some people. Like I've seen it really eat away at some of my friends because they just can't really grasp that and Yeah. Anyway, I'm very, very grateful. I have no idea. Always been like this for as long as I can remember. It's like the weirdest thing. Like I want people to like me. I'm such a people pleaser. I want that validation and acceptance and all of those things. But as soon as someone doesn't, I'm like, that's okay. Not everyone's going to like me and I can just accept it and move on with my life. And yeah, that is very difficult. So unfortunately, I don't really have advice on that apart from the fact that like I think the biggest thing to do with that concept is to keep in mind that one, not everyone is going to like you and that is okay. That is completely fine as long as they're not mean or horrible or nasty towards you or anything like that. You know, you don't have to like everyone. That's okay. And two, if you're still struggling with that concept, just know the people that don't really like you or whatever have any issues. I'm just trying to think to my experience with friends who have struggled with this and had people that disliked them for whatever reason 
those people didn't actually know my friends very well. Like they only know a fraction of who my friend is and what they like and, you know, their values and everything like that. So, you know, like they don't actually know who they're disliking for whatever reason, you know, like the people that have some issue with you or whatever, chances are they don't actually know you. I think one of the things with people pleasing that I particularly struggled with was like struggling with authenticity because I spent many years agreeing with other people to the point where it actually was hard for me to differentiate my own opinions from the people around me because I tend to mirror people and that's really hard when I mean that's hard when you're hanging out with the same group of people anyway but I think it was really hard when I was spending time with different groups of people who had different values and had different thoughts and different thought processes and all of that. I found it really hard because it kind of tested what my actual opinion was. And like, to be honest, before that point, I probably didn't even realize how much I was mirroring people's thoughts and opinions back to them because like, as just an aspect of my people pleasing and that really sucked. Like I really hated feeling like a fraud, I guess, like feeling like I wasn't being genuine because I didn't actually know how I felt about certain situations and things like that. And I don't know if this is making any sense. Hopefully it does. But, you know, like feeling like I wasn't being genuine and like struggling with authenticity, I think is one of the worst things. Like I don't mind being a bit of a people pleaser. I enjoy doing stuff for other people and where I can. And I'm learning to set boundaries so that that's like an appropriate amount and all of that. But in terms of the lack of authenticity that I sometimes felt a few years ago when I was struggling with people pleasing, like through uni and things where you're meeting so many people from so many different backgrounds with so many different opinions and just realizing that I was mirroring people to be accepted and to be liked and all of those things. And like, that just sucked. I was like, how can I separate myself from that? And figure out what I actually care about and what I like and what I value. And I've done really well over the last couple of years with that. Obviously, the podcast has helped hugely. But even prior to that, just with, I don't know, growing up, traveling, seeing more of the world and, you know, meeting more people and everything, I think that sort of came naturally in some ways. In other ways, I definitely had to work on not just mirroring people and even now I catch myself doing it every now and again, but for the most part, I've gotten better at it. So woohoo. I love the whole, like the, the catch phrase of people pleasers is um, that whole, like, no worries if not, or if that's okay with you. And those, like, it just, I just, I feel very attacked by that because that those words came out of my mouth so often when I was younger, like, no worries if not. I'm like, all the time anything that is not proposed by someone else if I'm suggesting anything I'm like we could do this or like oh is it okay if we meet here or meet at this time whatever no worries if not like without a doubt that was just like a run-on for almost every sentence or if that's okay with you and like like I think somebody's going to like have an issue with any of it and I don't know I just thought that was funny the part of people pleasing that I actually wanted to get into was the fact well like the the aspect I don't know there's definitely some not so nice people that will take advantage of people pleasers and that's really horrible they can be very easily manipulated because of that desire to be liked and that desire for validation and all of that and that really sucks 
But a lot of the time, the people that people pleasers are dealing with are at genuinely their friends and genuinely like people that care about them. And they wouldn't want what the people pleaser is doing. They wouldn't want them to be giving up their own time to focus on, you know, this person's needs and all those things. But as people pleasers, we do it without being asked. And I think that's the worst thing because that leads to that whole passive aggressiveness and resentment that can happen. And again, this is not something that happens with all people pleasers, but it definitely was something that I struggled with sometimes when it got to a point where I was so exhausted or whatever, or I couldn't get things done in time because I'd said yes to too many things. And I, I got almost like bitter about it and that sort of thing. Like that whole resentment came in, that passive aggressiveness, because I am quite a passive aggressive human just in general. That's part of my personality, not my finest quality, but it is what it is. And with my people pleasing, I'd get to this point and it wasn't even the people who I was pleasing's fault because they didn't ask. They had no idea that I wasn't coping with either the amount of my plate or whatever the situation was. And like I did it to myself. <laughs> and that's where when we're okay, I'm gonna go into like how to stop people pleasing, which is obviously complex and a long process, especially when it's quite deeply ingrained. And like for me, I don't think my people pleasing stem from trauma. I think because I struggle with anxiety, I think that's probably the biggest root of my people pleasing and depression I think the combination of them both and you know with anxiety wanting to be liked or worried about not being liked and then like with depression that lack of connection and finding people pleasing an easy way to make sure that people need me or like I feel like they need me one of the biggest things is setting boundaries and I think when you are a people pleaser the boundaries that you need to set are actually with yourself it's not, I mean, unless you're around someone that really takes advantage of you always saying yes and everything like that, the boundaries you need to set are actually not, I mean, okay, you then set them with other people, but you actually need to be setting them with yourself, figuring out how much time do you have? How much energy do you have? What are the things you actually care about helping someone with? Basically learning to say no. And originally when I was thinking about this episode, I wrote down, stop saying maybe when you want to say no. And I think that's really good for where I'm at because I have come a long way with my people pleasing, but I do often say, oh yeah, maybe I'll let you know, like possibly can do that. And then I end up either doing it or not, whatever. But I say maybe a lot when I really don't want to do whatever the thing is and I, for me and my journey with people pleasing, I think that's where I'm at, where I say maybe when I actually want to say no. And so I need to just start being like, well, no, I, I don't want to do that. I don't have time for that. I don't have energy for that. Whatever the reason is, no. And that's okay. It doesn't need to be a big deal. Whoever I'm dealing with probably doesn't think it's a big deal. They're not going to have an issue with it. They'll deal with the situation whatever it is find someone else that can help them or just do it themselves or whatever it is and won't even think twice about it but it's part of me that's still like maybe I can fit it in maybe I'll have time or energy for it because I feel like I'm helping the other person out and I like can't quite say no even though I want to that's where I'm at but I think if you're really deep in your people-pleasing time of your life and you don't know how to get out of it start saying maybe because for some people saying yes is a habit and a few years ago that was me saying yes all the time it was a habit didn't even think about it and so the fact that I now say maybe is progress 
start saying maybe so that you can take a step back and think about if you actually have time or energy or whatever and then go back to the person and say yes confidently or say no confidently and I think that's basically what I did is I started saying maybe so that I wasn't just put on the spot and I like interrupted that pathway of always being agreeable and always saying yes to things so yeah that's my top tip if you're real deep into it if you're sort of where I'm at where you're like trying to get rid of the last of that and you find that you say maybe to a lot of things say no I mean only if you actually want that I'm assuming that you're trying to say no to something um, and your your habit is kind of leading you to say maybe start saying no so let me get back to you great phrase to have in the back of your mind all the time if you're trying to get rid of those tendencies let me get back to you and then actually take the time to think about do you have energy for this? Do you have time for this? Do you even care about this? You might have time and energy, but you just, it's not something you care about. And that's okay too. You don't actually have to have like a, whatever your reasons are are good enough to say no to anything that applies to literally anything. You do not have to have a reason. You also don't have to justify yourself. I don't care who it is that you're dealing with. If they get shitty about you saying no to something that you don't have time, energy, literally whatever your reasons are, cut them out of your life because (laughs) they are not a good person to have around. Anyway, that was a bit of a ramble and I don't really think it had a concise argument. There was a lot of trains of thoughts going in all different directions, but it's really different recording by yourself. Very, very different. This is going to be very interesting to listen back to while I'm editing because I'm just going to be like, what? am I even talking about? I go here, there, and every other direction. But anyway, it was just a discussion, just my thoughts on people pleasing. As always, I can only speak from my own experience, and I hope you found it helpful. I hope if you've recognized some traits of yours in here, and you've realized that you are indeed a people pleaser, and you need a real back on that, I hope that you found it helpful even just becoming kind of self-aware because for a long time, like I said, I just didn't even really realize how much I was giving to other people. I think there was definitely an aspect of I didn't really care about myself. So I was just giving a lot to other people anyway because I generally cared about other people more than myself. Now I kind of like myself a little bit, which is great progress. So I think that's definitely helped with my people-pleasing tendencies. Anyway, I feel like I'm going on a bit of a tangent again. So I shall wrap it up, but I hope you enjoyed. I hope you found it helpful or insightful or it just entertained you for 20 or 30 minutes. I hope you guys didn't mind just me behind the mic. Definitely a bit different talking to yourself rather than having someone else to bounce a conversation off. But I think I will get used to it. So please bear with me and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.